Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the State of the Isles by Mr. Belmont Bunch. The Islanders lose an absolute heartbreaker. They didn't have Barzal, and they didn't have Chara, which, you know, kind of probably helped them. Uh, and they play really well with the best team in hockey, but they shoot themselves in the foot. Emblematic of the whole season, this one. Uh, the Isles, uh, even when they play play uh, a pretty good game, feels like they let themselves down with a few mental errors. And the Islanders, uh, against a team like Colorado, uh, every one of those errors is going to end up in the back of your net, pretty much. And uh, it did feel like that's the way it went tonight. So, it started with um, Nathan McKinnon, uh, this one, uh, just a shot from the point, a lot of traffic in front, uh, the aisles really, really getting out skated to start this game, which is to be expected, uh, with a team as dynamic, uh, as fast as Colorado. And they were just running rings around the aisles to start this game. And it took the aisles a while, a while to have anything sustained in the offensive zone. But again, like you kind of expected that with no Barzal, you knew that it was going to be really, really difficult for the Islanders to get offense going and it, the Islanders got a bit of a lifeline they get a uh offensive zone penalty by Colorado that gives the Islanders a chance and uh though the Islanders goal doesn't come on the power play it it was the power play at least gave the Islanders an opportunity to set things up in the offensive zone it took like eight minutes of game time and a power play for the Islanders to be able to set up anything in the offensive zone but once they did, they kind of started to get to be able to call themselves back into the game. Uh, Zach Parise gives it to uh, Ryan Pollock at the point. Pollock throws one 67 miles an hour, seeing eye puck. Uh, I think it got a little bit of Makar and Kemper. Not much that he can do. Uh, really fortunate for the Islanders. It's just pucks on net when you're a team like the Islanders that doesn't have a ton of talent and is missing Matt Barzell. You kind of just got to throw stuff on net and work your asses off. So the Islanders tie it there and they get through the first period tied and you're kind of like, okay, that's a victory in itself. Uh, the Islanders weren't especially great in the first period. They got their feet moving, um, you know, only after kind of the halfway point of the period. Uh, but second period, they come out and they play really, really well. Probably the best period of the season for the Islanders. They do start with a mental error though. They give away a goal to Devontae's who had, I think three points tonight. Um, Ross Johnson coming off of a great game against Anaheim. He earned this opportunity and he threw it away uh, because he completely overcommits to uh, whoever, whichever uh, Avalanche player had the puck at the point and Devontae's uh, in behind where somebody should have been. And I think it was Ross Johnson who overcommitted and didn't get back. And then Devontae's just rips one. So it's 2-1. But the Islanders get it back in less than a minute. Um, JG Pacho, it's good work by Clutter to get the puck to the front of the net. JG wasn't the guy that he was aiming for, but it does get to JG and he just rips it. Absolute snipe. Great to see that. Really need to see something out of JG because it's not like we're moving him. Uh, he is committed. You know, he's got a contract for a while for the Isles and, uh, they kind of just need that to work. It's kind of like the Palmieri situation. Uh, and thankfully, that one's gotten better as well. Uh, he scores the go-ahead. Uh, just 
really good forecheck from the Islanders on this one. Uh, keeping the puck in the zone multiple times, not letting the Avs get an easy clear. And eventually, uh, they get the puck cycled around. They get things started up, uh, get it to the point. Uh, I believe, I think it was Mayfield that put it on net. It's either Mayfield or Dobson, I believe. Puts it on net and Kyle Palmieri with that net front presence, knocks in the rebound. 3-2 Isles and... Uh, man, I was excited because the Isles, you know, look, the season's really over. Uh, the, the Caps have kind of given the Isles, like, an opportunity where, the, you know, in a miracle, they could maybe sniff the playoffs. And uh, obviously, the Islanders didn't take that tonight, and they haven't taken it recently. Um, but I really, you know, if the Islanders had won tonight, I would have, first of all, uh, been frustrated because it, I like, there's a huge difference with Sebastian Ajo playing over Zidane Chara, And that's not even saying Sebastian Ajo's that great. Uh, I've multiple times said I think he should be a forward because I think he's better offensively. Um, but just just to see somebody be able to skate it out of their own zone instead of just standing there like they have anchors attached to their skates. Um, anyway, the uh, Chara uh, attacks will, will halt for a moment. Uh, three two Islanders there at the end of two. Um, even though the Islanders played a really really good period and limited the Avs' chances going the other way, you knew the Avs were going to have a push, and you knew that the Islanders were going to have to probably get another goal because um, when the Avs push, the Avs are amazing as is. When they have when they're chasing the game a little bit, um, they turned it into overdrive. 21 third period shots. The Islanders uh, surrendered the first 11 shots of the third. Uh, they took a really bad penalty. Ross Johnston missed assignment on the Tays goal. Takes a, a hook uh, on, as Butch pointed out, he just stopped skating and it made the call very, very obvious on that hook on Kadri. And uh, I, I, at the end of the power play, I was going to say, I wasn't sure if it was a power play goal, but it was. It was the one power play goal for the Avs. Um, the Isles had done an okay job at surviving until the last 20 or so seconds. And Scott Mayfield does not clear the puck, gets to the point, shot, goes wide of the net. Elias Rogan does not seal off the post. And we've seen that recently. That happened in the Boston game. And we're, we're just seeing some really, some inexcusable goals. And it's really frustrating because I wouldn't go as far to say as I've seen some on Twitter. But, you know, people say everything on Twitter. Um, I've seen some go as far to say Sorokin's really bad. Um, I wouldn't go that far, but he's got to work on his positioning and sealing off that post is a big part of it. And we'll get to another part of it, but that ties the game at three. And that felt like a gut punch because the Islanders were just holding on. And of all the chances the Avs had of those first 11 shots of the period, it had to be probably the weakest chance they had that went in. Frustrating, very frustrating, but that's the Islander season in a nutshell. A few minutes later, Sebastian Ajo, offensive zone, great move around Nazem Kadri, I believe it was, gets hooked, throws it on the net, hits the post, referee signals goal uh, as the puck is right around the goal line. And uh, obviously this is the play of the game because, you know, it's what, you know, it's, it's a tie game and it's a review on a goal. Um, the tough thing for me is, um, you know, cause I, I really, really can't tell, but you know, if it's a, um, 
if it's a goal call on the ice and you really, really can't tell, I thought I saw the slightest sliver of white on that overhead. I know there's uh, the optical illusion uh, phenomenon of, you know, where the replay is shown from. So it is extremely possible that um, there's a different angle we didn't see because Islander fans aren't allowed to see replays, apparently not in our own stadium. And the MSG broadcast didn't really have a great replay either. Um, but it gets ruled no goal. I think the thing that's most frustrating here is actually the fact that, okay, it's not the most frustrating thing. Something that gets forgotten here is that um he got hooked. I guess we forgot because we called it a goal on the ice, but Sebastian Ajo got hooked. That should have been an Islanders power play, regardless of, well, you know, can't say regardless, because if it was a goal, it wouldn't be a power play. But still, um, should have been an Islanders power play. If you're going to call that no goal, Islanders power play. Doesn't go either of the Islanders' way. And like a minute later, Ryan Pollock, awful clear off the boards. Very soft play. Um, and it ends up a uh, cross-ice pass to Burakovsky. Burakovsky scores. Uh, another Sorokin positioning thing. He is way overcommitted to this shot. It is, I guess, not as bad as it originally looked because it did deflect off of Andy Green. So it made, I think, the overcommit from Sorokin look way worse. But still, you gotta hold. You gotta hold to the uh, the crease a little bit. He really overcommitted on his push to his left side, and uh, it, it left too much of the goal empty. And it, his legs are moving, so he doesn't have time to get the pad down. And it kind of got under the pad, and that's your game. Islanders don't really get. Actually, sorry, they did actually get a few chances. Brock Nelson gets a great chance. Uh, the Islanders continuing to have a decent uh, forecheck. And they uh, comes onto the stick of Anders Lee, who throws it in front. Nobody on him. If this is an NHL, the, the video game, it's an automatic goal. It's that cross-crease pass. And Brock Nelson flubs it. Uh, in the last minute, Josh Bailey, right in front of the net, passes the puck. Drop pass. No look, drop pass. Great stuff. Um, Josh, I liked you. For a, I, I've talked about it. I've had a very complicated up and down with Josh Bailey. Um, but please, God, Lou, trade him to Arizona. Please give us a shot at Philip Forsberg in the offseason by saving us $5 million. Please, please. Josh Bailey has to shoot this. It could create a rebound that gets the bellows. Just put it on the net. Buy a ticket. That's the only way you're going to score is if you buy a ticket to the to the lotto. It's a terrible... I sound like Butch right now. That's um, nah, offensive to Butch. Butch is better than me in every way. Um, just, just please. I've seen Josh Bailey go backhand before and lift it. He, it, it Kemper is not fully beaten, but he can... You can lift the puck and create a rebound... Just please make the goalie make the save in some way. And that was it. Empty net after that. Um, probably the most frustrating loss of the year in just a series of frustrating losses. I'm sure this video is really long at this point. And um, 
yeah, I, I just... Hopefully, the Isles are able to sell small pieces, you know, at the deadline. Apparently, Chara's generating interest. Good. Uh, you know, trade him, then we call Solo up, and you give Solo and Naho some time, alternating with Andy Green. Uh, you trade Josh Bailey, and you get Wallstrom. Wallstrom, oh, by the way, had a really bad um, failed clear that led to like a two-minute shift for his whole team, for his whole unit out there in the second period. Yeah, I think it was the second period. Um, so, yeah, it's tough. It's tough right now because playing the kids is fun to, like, say, and I do think it's the right thing to do, but it, let's not fool ourselves into thinking that's going to start winning games. Uh, it's about getting them, you know, the opportunities. And if, you know, it's up to them whether they do things with them. I don't think Wallstrom has really done anything with them recently. And that sucks. But it is good that he's playing, either way. Just to get give him a chance to play out of it. You know, Bellows, uh, I think he's been playing all right. Uh, Ajo's been playing better. So give them a chance to play out of it. It's not like... We're teaming with offensive options off the bench anyway. So anyway, that's it from Belmont Bunch. We'll see you next time on Belmont Bunch. I'm Belmont Bunch. Belmont Bunch.